0: Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
1: Representative Majari Taylor Greene had been suspended for repeated violations. Now, you know, they're really starting to clamp down, Marcus. Uh, She was kind of brought under this. Hello, everyone. It's that time for the Jaymore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome once again to the Jaymore Tech Talk Show. Happy, healthy, prosperous, wonderful New Year to everyone. It's great to see you, Marcus. How are you doing this
2: year? Hey, happy new year, John, to everyone out there. We welcome welcome to 2022. Can you believe we're in 2022 already?
1: I I, I, can't, I can't, believe can't believe it, John.
2: Believe I can't believe it.
1: That that we are already uh into 2022. And actually our first episode of 2022 today, uh January seventh. Uh we didn't skip an episode. It's just that the way the year fell, um, there was snow show till the seventh uh right. so we have lots of great stuff uh we have some amazing um how can i say uh, authors coming on we have a great one coming on pretty soon who's gonna be talking to us about remote killing not an easy book to read how to kill remotely he's a former military person uh or colonel um very interesting book but not an easy book to read because reading about people getting killed i know it's a job but it's a hard type of book to read marcus yeah, i can imagine i'm halfway through it so i gotta finish that book then i can bring him on because one of my guarantees is i always read my guest books from cover to cover i never bring a guest on and never read their books so um uh, that's a great thing. Another good thing that happened to us, if many of you were following, we were just featured on Shock Your Potential, uh, the international podcast. Uh, so, we're really pleased about that. So, let's dive right into what we got for 2022 because we got a lot. Well, first of all, if any of you know, I think it's Majari Taylor Green. Any of you familiar with Majari Taylor Green? Well, apparently her account was suspended yes the uh representative majority taylor green uh had been suspended for repeated violations now you know they're really starting to clamp down marcus uh she was kind of brought under this because of uh misinformation that she's disseminating about COVID 19. yeah and I want to quote what actually Twitter said. We permanently suspended the account you referenced at MTGREENEE for repeated violations of our COVID 19 misinformation policy, close quote. And uh, they were very clear that per their strike system for this policy, they would permanently suspend accounts that repeatedly violated this rule. And uh, Green appeared to still have access, though, to her professional account, which is at R-E-P-M-T-G, but Twitter has not commented to what caused her uh, personal account to be um, suspended. Uh, Green said in a statement, and I want to quote this um, recently through her office, that she was suspended for tweeting statistics from the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Now, I'm not here to get into what's going on with Twitter, but all I can tell you is this. Twitter does not want any information about COVID getting out to the outside world. We could be talking about statistics. We could be talking about speculations, anything that has something to do with what the government is doing. And if you're in, let's say, non-parallel to that, well, they're going to stop you, and the way they're going to stop you is they're going to slap you, and then they're going to suspend your account. Uh, in one breath, Marcus, I don't have all the facts to be able to, um, you know, give a truthful uh, recollection of this. But Green was suspended for mul- uh, multiple times in 2021 for violating the company's policies. I don't know if she was extorting the truth. I have no idea. Uh, And last year, Green was issued a uh, a suspension for making false claims about widespread voter fraud in Georgia. So she was temporarily suspended again in July, then in August for violating the COVID-19 policy with tweets regarding vaccines. So maybe she said something about the numbers. I don't know. But all I know is whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on Twitter, if you're going to make a speculation about something and you can't Prove it, and that information is not public. They're gonna, they're gonna clobber you.
2: Yeah, they are, uh, and there, there's national way accounts left and right. And
1: I think this was done not so much because of the violation, although I know I understand that's what they said. I have to believe that this was done because of who Majority Taylor Green is. Yeah. And being a United States representative. Um, she's known by her initials as MTG. Uh, she's an American politician, businesswoman, and a far-right conspiracy theorist, uh, as per Google. Um, and uh, she has served as the U.S. representative for Georgia's 14th congressional district since 2021. Uh, but she's been a handful for our uh, government to deal with.
2: Yeah, Um yeah, And I'm quite sure she's not going to be the first uh, because we, we know that you know, there's many people that stand, stand on different sides of uh, each issue uh, that our country faces. And because we have you know, certain sex people that are going to push people like this, uh, we're going to find more and more of these type of you know, violations, these type of news, pla- uh, news headlines. I think this was
1: done, Marcus, as an example. So let the government panel know, excuse me, that we're not going to tolerate any nonsense. And so if you guys think, you know, with your big brow that you're just going to be able to just knock us down because you're the government, well, think again because we're going to suspend you. Now, it's interesting. Uh, they suspended her personal account, not a professional account. So my question is, Why the heck would you be tweeting things like this on your personal account? Right. If it has something to do with law and order or something to do with our company and you're a representative, why are you even tweeting it on your personal account? That's my whole first question. Right. So I feel there's going to be more of this coming and it's going to happen from not just Twitter, it's going to happen from Instagram, it's going to happen from the owners as well. Facebook now we call them Meta or whatever we call them this year or next year until they change their name again. I think a lot of these social media companies they're scared. They're scared because we're getting whistleblowers like we did with Facebook uh, just last year, and I think they're trying to put people in a place. It almost reminds me what politicians do. You know, sometimes you become very. Uh, motivated and passionate about what you want to do for the people. But what a lot of times they'll say is you're like, and they may not say it to your face, you're a bull in a China shop. Now, what does that mean? It means that if there's a China shop and you pretty much are in there, you're going to just move around and break everything you have to and then just start all over or knock the whole shop down. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the conservative if i have to say for a moment i don't want to take a political stance but a lot of conservative uh, political people uh don't like this approach because they're afraid of a couple things the ramifications that might um put under their um halo for the type of political person they are that might you know bring repercussions back or uh the fact that they might be afraid that they're looking to get control and that usually isn't the case. So I feel that when you're doing something, you kind of have to be, how can I say, uh, tactical in how you do it. And it's really important to let the people know that you're not out for their job. You know, you're out to try to work together. And I was just talking about this the other day on, on my, uh, my stream, which is going on for another week, about how to deal with difficult people these people have in their head that you're after them or you're trying to expose them for something. And so, you know, the best thing you can do is go away, literally go away, be cordial with them. Um, If you believe you've done something wrong to them, then make a public apology. Uh, One of the best ways to do that is in writing. And if you're having a problem with, let's say it's the mayor, or let's say it's another head official, don't go to that person, okay? Go to somebody who um, has to report to them. Your Mm -hmm. message is going to get through. Put it in writing. Ask for a meeting, send it by email and say, can I have 10 or 15 minutes? I want to share something with you. You go in there and you say to them, look, you know, I'm a little bit of a zealous person, you know my heart's always in the right place, but sometimes I think because of clashes and egos and the way politics is, and I'm no expert in politics, then maybe I ruffle a few feathers. You know, maybe I'm perceived as a bull in a China shop when we're all just trying to do good for everyone. So I like to take this opportunity to formally apologize to you and the committee and the board now, you might say, gee, John, I like to go in front of them and apologize in person. Don't do that, because if you go before the board, you're now going to make that person look very bad, right. and now they're going to become defensive. So one of the most important things to do is to listen and not be defensive, and then <clears throat> kind of go away. And once you've said your piece and you go away, don't try to you know, knock the apple cart over Don't try to gain power. Don't try to cause any problems. Just go away and don't be a troublemaker. And if you do something that directly impacts uh, what they're doing, it impacts you. Then you have to make a decision. Are you going to. Try to win uh, this uh, this war or would you rather win the battle? My uh, suggestion is forget about the wars because there's going to be many of them. I'd mm-hmm. rather lose a few wars and win the battle at the end for when they see I'm a person of the character and moral that they didn't think I was. It might change their reputation of me.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that approach. Uh, I, I think that's really good advice, uh, John. and uh, That really uh, shows a very good uh, Good diplomacy uh, on your part, and you know I think that's a real good tactic.
1: A wise person once told me, Marcus. You know, everyone always says that there's strength and character in fighting for what you want. I hear you, I hear you. But sometimes there's more strength, character, and honor in being able to walk away. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure I understand that. So that so that's that's an interesting thing that. I believe a lot of people, if they have that big EGO, they don't want to admit that.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, it could be a fact that you're younger than them. It could be the fact that you're already popular. And what I found is that if you can let that go, when there's other opportunities that come up that might need their blessing, they're just going to grace over that and let you have it because you've let the other to rest. You know what I'm saying? Right. The other recommendation I I suggest to people when you're having trouble with a difficult person is to get a slate, like a little blackboard or a whiteboard, whatever you have, have a whole bunch of numbers and junk written on it. Then take your race and say, you know what, Mr. Such and such, you know what I'd like to ask you to do? I'd like to ask, you know, we've all had challenges. I know I'm not perfect. I'd like to ask your permission if we could erase the slate and start over like nothing ever happened. Can we do that? And let's just start on a clean slate for 2022 or for going forward. And I've had tremendous success with that. They usually come back and say, you know what, you don't have anything you have to apologize for. Well, I understand, but I feel there might be some animosity. So I just want to kind of clear everything if that'd be okay and they're going to be very taken back that you have the humility to want to apologize so don't expect a bone because you're not going to get one but you're going to get a subtle uh difference in their mind that they're not going to be trying to challenge you at every moment that's what i think you're going to see and as that progresses more and more you might start to build a friendship i'm not going to tell you they're going to be your long lost friend but you might start to build something because there's a commonality of the fact that you two both are working for a common good which is for the people or for an organization or what have you
2: yeah that's brilliant i really like that i really like that uh you know um you know showing some community on your part and, and saying hey you know I'm willing to, like, give this thing a, a clear, clear plate here. And I, I think that's what it's about. Sort of who really
1: one. cares who's right, Marcus, and who really cares right. who's wrong? When we were younger, we always say, oh, I have to be right. I have to be right all the time. Why do I have to be right? No,
2: What's the we purpose? don't always have to be right. <laughs> I, I think no. that's I think that's the biggest issue right now is uh, everybody wants to be right. And And when you're right, you know,
1: it's different when you're wrong and you have to say, Gee, well, I made a mistake. And when somebody knows you, say, hey, you know what? I'm human. I made a mistake. I apologize. Now, first, they're going to poke at you and say, oh, my gosh, you can't wait. But then after they poked you, they're like, well, wait a minute. It took that person more respect to actually admit they were wrong.
2: Okay.
1: And, and I think that's what it's about. But talking about things in 2022 with our world and lots of stuff happening, so We have heard a lot about the battery tech and a lot about wind. So battery is not going to revolutionize the world right now. But what I do see starting to happen in the next five to ten years, wind power is going to start helping. And I think we're going to start to see wind power creating a potentiality to stored power in batteries because batteries have a limit, right? We can get it from solar but we're seeming to have more ability with wind than we are with solar for some reason. Hmm.
2: I think yeah, it, it might have some, deal. what's that? Uh, yeah, the, the, the wind has been a little bit more reliable. Lately. <laughs> and I think that used to be one of the, the disadvantages of wind uh, is wind reliability and, uh, and the worry about wind turbines uh, being a threat to, to wildlife. It,
1: it's that, and I think there's another thing. And that is the fact that when you deal with heat, you have to always do a lot more adjustment with where the sun's coming from. If the wind is not coming, so you just turn It's very easy to figure where the wind's coming from. With mm-hmm. the sun, you've got to do this whole geometrical or engineering formula to figure out what's the best angle. Right. Also, when you deal with sun, you got to be careful that you don't damage things because things in the solar world get broken. Things in the wind world really don't get broken. Our issue in the past was just they didn't spin fast enough. So now we're starting to see that I think wind is going to become the new uh, incubator for power. And it's going to be stored to cells like could be the Tesla wall battery or other types of, you know, wall batteries. Uh, But I'm still on the fence yet to whether a wall battery is going to replace a generator. I'm still on the fence about that. I, I think uh you know somebody said to me john what do you want to power your home it wouldn't be wind Uh it'd be a gas generator i think because they're reliable we know natural gas is here uh it definitely wouldn't be a diesel generator and uh the other thing you got to think about when you think about generators is that if you have something important you also got to have a battery wall to be able to handle the switchover point because when the generator kicks in, which usually takes about 30 to 45 seconds, you lose complete power. There's nothing. And if you know with a computer, if there's no battery on it and you unplug it for even a second or two, you plug it back in. All your temporary storage is gone. Yeah. There's no getting it back. So I feel that companies going forward today that have infrastructures that have things that are so volatile to the second it's not enough to have generators there has to be something in between before the generator kicks on and that could be coming through a battery wall which could be recharged by either power or possibly wind
2: yeah that makes a lot of sense
1: the gas generator could yeah. even help to uh, to charge the the walls. There's going to be lots of safety issues, I know, coming up, but I just see our world being more about sustainability. Yeah,
2: yeah, because we, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, um, there's been so many natural disasters. Uh, you know, even coming to the to the year. You know, uh, you see what happened with the northern part of Georgia. Uh, you know, you, you gotta. Have a way to keep things going, yeah. You know, when when things happen,
1: I think it's a challenge, and you know, people don't know where to go. Some people can't get workers. We can't even get parts from certain part places of the country. Oh
2: man! You
1: know, uh, and they say, <laughs> well, it's because of COVID.
2: I don't know about you, but I think I'm sick of hearing that. Yeah, I'm very sick of hearing COVID. You know, um, I was told uh, I'll, I'll be waiting four months on a, a BMW part. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, and when does the four months start? Did it start already, or does it
1: start, like, when they get it? Like, when does it start? Yeah, and uh, no one
2: could give me a clear answer. That's no, ridiculous. they
1: keep changing the shipping dates. I had this happen for a client. Right. They changed the shipping date from something that was supposed to be in October to November to December to now June. That's just, like, pathetic. And I think it just goes back to the point, Marcus, that we're not manufacturing enough in the United States. We need to become sustainable so that we can exist as a country without the other countries. So the United States can operate independently. I mean, look what's going on with the electric cars now. The company that's making the China and Japan, they're going to make their own battery chain centers. We don't have the United States. And then, of course, you know, we all know about the global chip shortage. That's been going on and on and on. And, you know, how can your business manage during this crisis uh, when the chip... Shortage just keeps going on. And when is this chip shortage ever going to end? Everything that we have in technology uses a chip in some form or fashion. And with the rapid change and growth of the IoT, which is the Internet of Things, Mm -hmm. has been one of the big earmarks that has helped, but also been a big uh, problem in the industry uh because of the pandemic we didn't need as many iot devices now we need a lot more of them for medical and things like that yeah us leads the world in developing and selling semiconductors okay we account for roughly 45 percent to 50 percent of global billings manufacturing has now shifted to asia Taiwan and Korea now account for 83% of global processor chip production and 70% of memory chip output. And the region's lead is projected to continue to expand. At that rate, we're not going to be producing anything in the United States. No. You know what that means? Our prices to acquire chips is going to go up more and more. And with things like Windows 11, which I'm not a big proponent of right now, You can't even use Windows 11 without a TPM chip. And most of the computers that were manufactured a few years ago don't have a TPM chip. So people that want to upgrade to Windows 11 can't even do it if they wanted to, not that they should, because there's a shortage of TPM chips. This is just crazy, Marcus.
2: Yeah, it's it's terrible and it's disgraceful Um, what the country has allowed us to... You know, uh, be ran into. You know, uh,
1: they claim, they claim this is, and I don't know if I buy this, uh, Marcus. They claim that the people that were making chips were forced to make other things because of COVID. I don't know if I buy that. No. They also blame the people that were making beer and these other things that they can't make them now because they switched over 90% of their, operation, of their operations to make hand sanitizer. I mean, I don't know. I just can't buy that.
2: No, I, I can't either. You know, Some um,
1: companies are making N95 yeah. masks. I mean, I just see this as, as crazy. And companies like Zoom and other companies out there are profiting. But automakers are still having a challenge. Right. And then after canceling orders early in the pandemic many suppliers became angry and now have tightened their supply Mm. i i just feel like this whole thing is something that the other countries planned and staged it was just too precise yeah this was more than a pandemic this was a global disaster yeah and everything was just architectured too properly
2: for it to just fall into place Well, it's clear who's winning um during this whole you know uh, crisis and uh, who's not you know so
1: it's not the united states no it's not but the question is when will the chip shortage end you know what the answer is around expected today early you ready yeah, okay. 2023 i want to quote deloitte and Touche, and they said in a report released uh in the end of uh they're saying um that by the end of 2022 Customers customers will still be waiting 10 to 20 weeks for multiple kinds of chips to go into cars and other types of devices that we use every day, from laptops to remote controls to cell phones to security devices. So that means the world is going to be crippled for about another year.
2: You know, and it, it all takes us back from when they originally said, you know, what they originally said about this whole thing. You know, they,
1: it all sounds like lies, you know, now, you know, you know, it, it and according like to Gaurav uh, Gupta, uh, Gartner's vice president for semiconductor and electronics, he said something as well that I want to quote. Enterprise networking chips recovery would also be towards the end of 2022, close quote. So no matter how you you skin the orange or the apple here, you're still talking the end of 2022. And unfortunately, this is affecting so many things, but they're all blaming it on COVID-19. They're claiming that factories in China were working too hard. I I just never heard anything so stupid as this.
2: Right.
1: And then people say to me, well, John, why isn't the chip shortage going to end soon? Well, because they don't want it to end soon. Uh, The global chip shortage has been so far reaching this year that it became a meme uh, back in early December. And I want to quote what um, one person had said uh d hard work i'm sorry i forgot to do the dishes there's a global chip shortage really now we can joke about this all we want but really this is serious uh it's affecting medical devices uh systems in hospitals can't get fixed because we can't get a chip that's just crazy And we already know what happened with NVIDIA and then and the video chip industry, that's been a whole disaster. With card prices, not just doubling and tripling and being extorted by these people that are just crazy. This is even causing problems with the Microsoft Xbox, um, you know, um, AT&T, similar products, other Wi-Fi devices, routers, We're talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And the real big one with the cars is they can't get the chips to start the cars. That's why they sticker priced cars with another five or ten thousand dollars.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we we're seeing. And and they did it. You know why, Marcus? They did it because they can. Yeah oh boy we've been hearing a long time about metaverse i'm sure you remember metaverse Mm
2: -hmm.
1: metaverse is this virtual reality world where people can come together in a hybrid environment Uh, you know they can ask questions they can interact with bots uh, and other types of systems Uh, it's a new kind of place where humans and bots play games conduct business socialize and even shop to conform to life but you know the real question is it's not reality yet it's something that's in the sky yeah metaverse might be a few years away we've got bigger challenges right now to get chips into products that we can actually see and use forget a virtual world We can't even make our our real world work. How the heck are we going to make a virtual world work? Yeah. So I think what Facebook was jumping on this, they're jumping on something that could be very big, but I don't think our world is ready to grasp more concepts like Animal Crossings, Fortnite, and other types of virtual reality games and augmented reality games because we're still trying to solve the immediate problem at hand, which is the supply chain logistics issue. Yeah. I don't know about you. I'd rather have a product and something that I could touch and and explore in person than something I control through billions of miles over internet and fiber optics. So we'll have to see what Metaverse is going to be, but it's not here yet. Things like Oculus and Quest 2, and there is some beginning to this, but we're just scraping the surface and it's not where it needs to be right now because we don't have the infrastructure to build it. We don't have the chips to build it. And, you know, for a while I've talked about this, Marcus, everybody's concerned about AI, artificial intelligence, right? Right. The biggest challenge we talk about is security all the time. And the AI backlash is, is not a joke, it's a serious problem. Artificial intelligence, businesses are getting exploited by more AI algorithms and even everyday citizens because they're saving money because businesses are learning about their habits. Uh, People said to me, John, you know, when you build your dream home, would you put smart technology in it? And I said, absolutely. But one thing I won't do Is I won't put technology that links to everything on the internet. Okay, cameras have to link, fine. But I don't want my lights. I don't want my blinds. I don't want my water. I don't want them all being controlled remotely. The only way I want them controlled is on-site or through a remote that is local on a private network. I don't want them getting outside of the home. Right. I don't want them linked to Alexa or Google Wi-Fi. I mean, that's just ridiculous.
2: Yeah.
1: I think you're just planning an attack when you do that. Just one hacker has to get in there. That's it. That's all it takes. So, why not just leave it the heck off the internet? You know, and keep your cameras separate from everything. But nobody wants to do that. Like, oh, I could just do it for my phone. Yeah, it's great. But what if something goes wrong? Oh, that never happens. Yeah, but wait till it does. You're talking about a major problem. A virus shutting your house down that you can't get water out of faucets? I don't like that. Yeah. I like the idea of things being automated, but I don't like it to a point where everything is too controlled.
2: Right. I
1: don't even like the idea when you push something and seven things happen. Like if you push a button and your stereo comes on, the water plays, the fireplace. I don't know if I'm too in love with that idea.
2: Yeah, that's, that's beyond it. I think
1: having smart faucets and things like that and having things you could touch and control lighting and stuff like that. But I think when we get beyond lighting, that's when I get a little uncomfortable. I think it's nice to have blinds and stuff, but I like everything to have its own separate thing. Right. I don't want seven things being controlled when I decide to push one button that says open house. Sorry, I don't feel comfortable with that. But the technology provides, oh, it's so safe. Yeah, until they have a lawsuit.
2: <laughs> exactly. Be part speaking of that about yeah,
1: speaking about new technology. Well, you guys all know CES. Uh, the yeah. CES uh, show.
0: Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtowns Healthcare in Denver. Downtowns Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtowns Healthcare at 303-292-9992 now in Lowry or Downtown.
2: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: CES has, uh, unfortunately, uh, we learned just today uh, that they're ending a day early.
0: You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtowns Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtowns Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtowns Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or Downtown.
1: Mm. We talked last week about many of the companies not wanting to be a part of it. And some of them are going to be virtual, but some of them don't even want to be a part of it in uh, virtually.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They've uh, taken additional safety measures to current health protocols to put in place. And the event organizer, um, the CTA, Consumer Technology Association, uh, had said uh, that the event is going to end today, January 7th. And, you know, I think it's interesting, but in the same breath, I think... I think this wasn't the right time to do a CES show. I think we probably either should have stayed virtual, you know, uh, but you got companies like Google that don't even want to waste their resources to have a virtual booth.
2: Something's wrong with that picture. Yeah. It sounds like it they, they wasn't interested in the first place
1: and i think it's because the ces didn't take an approach of COVID. i think maybe they needed to focus more on technology uh we're seeing so much technology now around but i just feel that the world's not ready for a whole bunch of minutiae on them yeah. when they have a job just to deal with whether they're going to get COVID or not or yeah whether uh, it's safe to go outside or should they wear a mask when they go to the food store? Or, I mean, it's crazy, Marcus. It's it's absolutely insane. So 2022 is going to be a lot more of automation, but I think it's going to be important that we have our due diligence to understand what is going to be pulled from us you know, we've talked about Bill of Rights. We've all heard Bill of Rights for, from utility companies and um, other types of providers. But do we really know what information is being pulled from us? I'd say the answer is no. Oh, well, you can save $100 a month. Yeah, but do you just know how you got like there was a commercial on TV? Oh, well, honey, that that's how uh, I just I just gave my social security number and that's how I got free parking. Oh, I, I just I just gave our home address and, and we got uh we got free popcorn for a year. Yeah, that's how my that's how my brother uh got, got a free car wash for a month by, by just giving out three birthdays in his family. I mean we laugh about this, Marcus, but it's yeah. really serious. Yeah. I always say to people, you wouldn't give your credit card out to a total stranger in person, right? Yeah. Why the heck are you doing it on the internet? Is it the fact that you're alone and you feel you're all cozy and warm and nothing can happen to you in your, how can I say, facade that you're painting? I mean, do you just feel that there's no way uh, that you could be in any danger? I think people have developed a false sense of security in home. And not realizing that the more they increase their bandwidth, which is not a bad thing, as long as you have the right security. I always say to people, it's not a question of if you will be hacked, but when if you don't have the right security. Most people don't even know about having security to, uh, let's say, block things like ransomware. And it's not the fact, that you could just reformat your laptop and get up and running again. It's all the information that you might have willingly handed over to a hacker, to the enemies. So I think as 2022 uh, evolves, we as citizens need, and business owners, need to be cognizant about what information is being pulled from us, where it's being used, Is it being sold to anybody? And we need to know that before we make a decision of if we're going to render that information to anyone. So I think 2022 is going to get a few people back on on the planet going again. But one thing I do want to lead with is that there's a lot of people out there, whether it's dating, whether it's shopping, they're making excuses to not want to do something because it's COVID. So go do it safely. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't go meet somebody. It doesn't mean you should stop your life. Right. Right. I was I was uh, giving a, a presentation the other day and the person's like, well, I'm not uh, ready to do something. I'll, I'll wait uh, until things calm down with the spike. So I said to the person, I said, if, if that's what you're telling, you know, your, your partner or the person you're dating, I said, you know what? I would respond to that person. He says, what would you say? I say, you know what? I'm not a texting guy, and I'm not looking to have a relationship with my phone. So I'm looking to date. It seems like you're not, which is perfectly okay. I wish you all the best and take care. You see, you need to put your foot down. Yep. And enough of this COVID nonsense, because when you do that, these phony people are going to fall to the wayside. They're still using COVID markets as a crutch. And we need to stop being enablers and allowing people to use COVID as a crutch because they wanna feel safe. They're not feeling safe. They're starting to be deceptive and they're starting to lie about what they really want in life. And I think that's the biggest problem I see with COVID is people are using COVID abuse others
2: that's true that's a that's a big problem yeah
1: well we are almost at the top of the hour and we have lots of great stuff coming if you are looking to become a guest on the show uh you can go to jmore.com on the right hand side you can click on the reach out button and then you can click on the new button we have uh once you go there apply to become a guest put in your application Uh, We'll vet you and make sure you're a great guest after you put your pitch through. If we think it's something uh, that we would like to interview you on, we'll invite you for an interview. If uh, we don't think it's a match, we'll thank you for your time because we're not going to accept everybody. We want people that are going to provide value to our audience. That's what it's about. And I want to share with you in just a few months, I'm going to be launching my first book ever, 25 Gifts of Inspiration to Change Your Life. And everyone else in it. And I want to leave you with an amazing thing that I shared on one of my casts the other day. If you want things to happen in your life, no one's going to make them happen for you. So you've got to do it yourself. And you've got to be committed by not just having a positive attitude, but taking the time right now. If you have not already done it, I know it's the 7th of January, but it's never too late. Sit down, spend a few hours and write down everything either on paper or in word that you want in your life. Now notice I said the words want in your life. I didn't say believe you can have in your life. That's relationships, that's things you want, possessions, that's skills you want in your life. And then every single, that's trips you want to go on. Every single night. Before you go to bed or when you get up, whatever is easy for you, review that list and believe you already have those things. I want you to write down at least 300 things. When you get to 75 things, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't do anymore. Well, that's when it gets hard. But that's when you got to dig deep. Because see, your mental capacities are shutting down because you're not used to being this abundant. You're not used to having this. The more you exercise that muscle, the more your abundance muscle is going to start expecting things and causing your brain to think in ways that you've never thought of before. Now, this isn't for the people that are looking for everybody to do everything for. This isn't for the people that are going to get things handed to them. This is for the people that want to make the change in their life. That's what it's about. Do you want to have an amazing 2022? Or do you want to do what a friend of mine once said? My car stopped working. So I went out to the local auto body shop, uh, bought a spark plug for $1.50. Put it in, drove another 20 miles. The car made some wonderful noises. Happened again, happened a third time. Are you changing spark plugs in your life when the problem is deeper? problem might be with the whole engine manifold so are you going to act the same way you did in 2021 and expect different results if you are mindset said that's insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insanity so i'm asking you right now friends listeners and viewers Are you tired of getting the same results you had in 2021? I mean, if you're not, that's okay. Then just keep doing everything you were doing and it'll be exactly the same the way it was this year. But if you want to make a difference, if you want people to say, wow, not because you're great, but because you chose to apply yourself, the energy will be so infectious and you'll have friends that you don't even want, but remember You've got to take the step and do the mental work. If you don't, none of this is gonna become a reality. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this was our first show, January 7th of the J. Moore Tech Talk Show. It has been a privilege, a yes, pleasure, and an honor to be with you today. Unfortunately, we gotta say goodbye, Marcus.
2: Yeah, wonderful show.
1: But come back again because we're going to have another great show next week. We'll see you then, everyone. Have yourself a great week. And remember, get that pen out. Get that computer out. Make that list. Or I don't want to hear those pity stories that you don't have what you want. Put the mental energy in it and stop being a complainer and do something with your life. Have yourself a great week. And now spend those few hours before you have that glass of wine and write out those 300 goals. I didn't tell you it was going to be easy, but success never is. Have yourself a great one, everyone. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Jaymore Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 881. That's IT support to 8881. Triple1 and you'll get tips on technology i'll see you next week right here on the jaymore tech talk show remember jmor.com